Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 5. You're back with Isaac and Brian for our podcast of the week. You all know us pretty well if you've been with us for a while, knowing that we're a couple seasons down. We usually talk about sports, outdoors, hot topics, famous people standing out, etc. Just like how Kanye was called at Lake Bulow reeling in a monster last week. Okay, now, for some reason... Everyone was obsessed with the Cuban link chains in our last podcast, um, probably because Kanye was talked about. So we decided to go ahead and press y'all with all of Cuba. Starting with Cuban link chains, they actually didn't come from Cuba. Um, They came out of Miami in the early 70s. That's why it's also sometimes called a Miami Cuban Cuban link. Um, it really got popular in the 70s, but it was, uh, it was invented a much earlier yet unknown date. Hip-hop artists usually have one as seen on 21 Savage, Tupac, DaBaby, Juice World. People thought it was important for hip-hop fashion. Now... They are famous around the entire world, seen in Europe on some of the Europe uh, Europe stars, and um, maybe maybe you'll see some people people in Russia. Brian, go ahead and talk about some food. I'm I'm about to get hungry. Food in Cuban culture is really unique, based off of what they have available. So rice and beans is very common in Cuba and is usually served with most dishes. A popular starter in Cuba is tostones relones, which are fried plantains stuffed with anything from garlic shrimp to spicy beef. What's a plantain? Plantain is like a little, a little banana. That's taste. It tastes like a banana, but it's a little bit sweeter and a little bit more crunchy. Mojo criollo is a really good sauce that you should try. It originates from Cuba. It's it's served with chicken and pork, and it's made with a garlic, oil, and sour orange juice type blend. One of the most popular entrees in Cuban cuisine is ropa vieja. This stewed shredded beef dish is slowly cooked in fresh tomatoes, onions, peppers, garlic, and wine to create a mouth-watering meal. Mm. And following its origins, this dish is accompanied by white rice, black beans, and sweet plantains, just like about every other dish in Cuba. With both Cuba and Key West surrounded by sea, it's really easy to get fish, so fish comes up a lot in Cuban food. That's why mahi mahi fillets marinated in Cuban Criolla sauce are, are or shrimp drowning in garlic and wine sauce. Fresh fish is definitely going to be on the menu in Cuba. Cuban co- coffee is very unique as it is as it takes out the bitterness of coffee and is mixed with milk. Isaac, why don't you tell us about some of the hobbies that they have in Cuba? Moving on to the hobbies. While there are sports, that's for a later topic. Brian will cover that end of the table. Interesting addiction to chess. They they've pulled some some crazy chess players out of Cuba. Uh, I don't know if it's the IQ level or what that does it, but they are good at chess. Having competitions 
and um, and getting drafted to to worldwide chess competitions. Um, they enjoy bartending and drinking, and they they are less strict on the kids. They um, they a kid can walk into a restaurant and the parent can buy them a drink and they'll be just fine. Um, and it's it's pretty crazy to me, but they apparently in Cuba get into politics more than they do in America. Um, and as of now, civics is my least favorite class, so don't judge me on on uh, on how much I know about American politics, but it's nothing good. Um, political dissidence is their oldest tradition, actually predates the government that they have as of now. Um, so they were all into into electing and doing all that before there was a uh, a needed government. Now, Brian, I talked about sports as a hobby, but not too much. You go ahead and hop in there. So sports in Cuba is a really big deal. They have baseball and bullfighting are the two main sports, but those kind of contradict with each other. I'll explain why here in a second. Baseball was introduced to Cuba in the 1860s by Cuban students who came from USA and wanted to give it a shot. Colleges and American sailors who ported in the country also kind of helped out with bringing baseball to Cuba. The sport spread quickly across the island nation after its introduction. Nemesio Gilliatt received the popular credit for the name's growth in the mid-19th century as he, as he was one of the main founders of baseball in Cuba. However, as Cuban baseball got bigger, it began to interfere with the attendance of bullfighting. Bullfighting is mandated in Cuba to attend by some people. This is why the government didn't like baseball in Cuba. Introduced whitetail deer into Cuba for sports, but you got, you you have to have a license to hunt, so it's not real popular in Cuba. But fishing is very popular, and almost everyone fishes. You don't even have to have a license to fish in Cuba. So, Isaac, you want to wrap it up here for us? You got it. Um, yeah. So, today's episode was sticking out like a sore thumb. We hope y'all enjoyed it. Um, I'm probably going to have to go grab a bite to eat uh, after that after that uh, food topic Brian covered. Okay, well, thanks for watching. Good afternoon, good evening, and goodbye.